Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, it's Tanya Clark Marinelli here, co-creator of the Invest in Yourself Course dot com for women, and creator of the Empowering Kids program for kids. And thank you for joining me. Um, it's a bit early here where I am, but nonetheless, I am up, and we are doing this. Um. I'm right now in Laguna Niguel in California, right next to Laguna Beach, and I'm super, super excited to be doing this radio show here, from here today. Um, We are going to be having Dan King on the line. I don't have him on the line just yet. Hopefully, he will um, call in shortly, and if not, we will just do what we're going to do. So the reason why I came out here today was because I um, was because I met with my business coach, and this this is why I wanted to talk to Dan King today. It was it was super super cool. Just over a year ago, I met with him, um, and he he said to me like because he's an intuitive, and he said you're going to be meeting with your you're going to be meeting with your um, business coach. And I said, well, which one? I don't have a business coach or, or whatever the case was. And he said, he said, I, I go the one that I'm, you know, I named off a coach that I was working with. And he's like, nope, not that one, some other one or whatever. So I thought it was super, super cool. And um, I was really looking forward to chatting with him about that because about um, there, there, I sent in a, a video testimonial about the progress that I've been experiencing with my my business coach Vanessa Simpkins, and um, I won first place in this VIP day here in Laguna Beach. So um, that was really exciting. I texted him right away, and I'm like, "Remember when you said, while I'm going out, I'm flying out to California because I met, you know, I won this contest with my business coach." And so yesterday, I spent an entire day with her um, of the IP day, and it was incredibly amazing. So, um, so yeah, I was really looking forward to talking to him, but it doesn't look like he called in. So, um. I'm going to go ahead and I am going to share with you guys a challenge that was presented to me yesterday. Um, So this show is all about empowering you and your children and, um, you know, learning the tools to apply all these, you know, learning the tools to empower yourself so you can do it on your own and teaching your children or the children in your lives tools so they can empower themselves on their own and they don't have to look for outside sources um, to make themselves feel good or feel loved. That's the whole point of it. If you guys tuned in to my show last week um, on New Year's Day, it was all about creating your goals for 2016. And I gave you a little bit of my experience growing up and why empowering yourself is so important to me and why I'm so passionate about it because there are so many kids out there who um, don't feel good enough for whatever reasons. It's all their perception, right? Like the same situation um, could happen to two different children and 
both of those children could perceive it in a different way. So it all depends on your perception of the situation. So there's a ton of kids out there who just don't feel good enough for whatever reason. And um, these tools, I believe, are extremely, extremely useful and helpful in um, creating self-love, um, self-awareness, um, you know, just just feeling good enough to do whatever it is that they want to do in life. So, so today let's talk a little bit about that. Yesterday, I, not yesterday, the day before, um, on Tuesday, I attended a networking event. And it was, again, with Vanessa Simpsons. Um, and there were, I don't know, about 20 other speakers in the room. And we all went up and we presented our, you know, our programs and everything like that. And, and there were, I think, two other people who, no, one other person who was doing kind of the same thing that I'm doing. And um, she's a previous teacher and a counselor. And, um, and basically, what we love to share with kids is based on emotional intelligence. And um, so then I was presented with the challenge from that networking event to, for the next 30 days, share, share these tools, which I've done in the past, but I'm going to do it in a little bit of a different way. So let's talk about that for a little bit today. Who are the children in your life? How many children do you, you know, do you have in your life? How different are they? Because we all know that these children, you know, you could have two of the same people, um, you know, raising kids in the same family, but they're completely different. It was the same growing up with my siblings. It's the same with my children. I have two kids. They're only a year and a half apart. I have three kids. My daughter's 20. She's completely different. She's amazing, but um, she's a lot older, so she's kind of like an only child in her in her own way. And then I have the two younger boys who are 9 and 11, and they couldn't be more different. They grew up in the same household. They have the same parents, but their perceptions of things are so, so utterly completely different. But the one thing that is common that I share with them all the time is, you know, their awareness of their feelings. So um, on Sunday, January 10th, I'm going to be doing a talk about the most important ingredient that, um, that a child requires for their success. And that, I believe, is emotional intelligence, being aware of their own emotions, um, being able to recognize somebody else's emotions, and being, having um, the awareness and the knowledge and the insight to act on their feelings and other people's feelings accordingly. So, um, you know, I've always said this, and I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone and model this a little bit for you guys, because I always with my clients, you know, step outside of your step outside of your comfort zone. You guys want to move forward, you got to step outside of the comfort zone. You got to really be authentic. So I'm going to practice what I preach right now, um, and that is, uh, you know, anyone can graduate. You can you can learn this stuff. You can learn school, things that are taught in school. Anyone anyone can graduate. But what are their social skills like after they graduate? That really depends on where they're going to work, how successful they're going to be in life, and how happy they're going to be. So for me, I truly, truly believe that um, true success comes in comes with this emotional intelligence. Like, I believe it so much that 
um, I believe our children should be taught this emotional intelligence before um, before schoolwork, before intellect. I have this talk that that's entitled, um, you know, EQ or IQ, emotional intelligence or intellect. So EQ or IQ, and I go on to say it's not a matter of importance because both is important, but it's an it's a matter of in which order they're taught. So, um, you know, in today's, you know, my son, I'll just take my son, for instance, he, um, you know, was in school and he had a challenging time socially. He had some social anxiety and he was dismissed from four different schools or two different schools. Um, We removed him from two schools. Things just weren't working out. We kept trying, trying, trying. He was stressed. He was full of anxiety. And so we ended up taking him out and homeschooling him. And we said, screw the academics for the next, you know, four or five months or four to six months. We are just working on his emotional intelligence, feeling good about who he is, getting to know who he is, um, getting to love who he is. And then the confidence will grow. The confidence will grow. And um, which it absolutely did. And then he was able to to thrive um, with his schoolwork. And so um, it's, like I said, two different kids, right? My other kid's in school full time and I homeschool the other one. And it's just, it's just what works. And um, I, I truly believe without having done this, his, you know, his self-worth and self-esteem would be almost non-existent because he had such a challenging time socially. So, you know what I'm going to do today? I booked this um, this spot for an hour because we were, you know, something must have come up with Mr. Dan King, which is all good. I am a true believer in, you know, everything that happens um, has a bigger purpose. And so I'm just going to go with it. So what I'm going to do, if you guys are listening live, if there's anyone listening live, the call-in number is... Um, uh, 1-646-787-8296. If you guys have any questions on, um, you know, tools to empower yourself, tools to empower your children, what the heck is emotional intelligence, um, uh, anything like that. If you guys have been following me on, you know, tools or, I'm sorry, goals to create in 2016, give me a call, call in, help me out with the show and, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to pull up a few posters um, that I created um, for talks that I'm doing coming up this year. Here's one. And then I'm going to just share with you guys a bunch of tools. Okay. So in on July 10th, I'm going to be doing a talk all about self-talk, okay, what self-talk is. Um, here it is. So, you know, in in this talk, you're going to learn how to deconstruct your negative self-talk, figure out which areas of your life are most import, um, impacted by your negative self-talk, shift the feelings and emotions that create your current life situation. You're going to find out how to change your thoughts easily and quickly. 
how to begin creating the life you desire to express today and move through procrastination and into action. Okay, so if you guys are in the Winnipeg area, you guys are going to want to go over there and listen to this talk. We're going to be talking all about, you know, um, getting really clear on what you guys think all day, every day. And if you listen to last week's show, I shared with you guys, you guys create your life with every thought and every word that you speak. So you got to get really clear on what it is that you're thinking and the words that you're using, who you're talking about, what you're talking about, and how um, that reflects on how you're feeling about yourself. And then you're going to figure out the tools to change it. So I'm just going to give you one extremely simple, most effective tool right now. So when you're trying to change, okay, first of all, you've got to find out where you are in life, okay? And this applies to what you're thinking right now. You've got to find out where you are in life, and you've got to be comfortable with vocalizing and finding out where you want to be, and then you create the action steps and goals to get to that place where you want to be. Find out where you are, where you want to be, and then how to get there. And here's the key for my program. In the Invest in Yourself course, the key part of the program is accountability, accountability, accountability. I have had people sign up for the Invest in Yourself course and then go and then re-sign back up because they're like, you know what? The momentum, it went for a little while after the course was done. It went for a little while after it was done, but eventually the momentum wears and people are looking for that accountability. They are looking for um, that safe place to continue to move forward in their life, okay? We all evolved as humans to move forward and um, to keep moving forward. And when we get stuck in our lives, it's because we're not working toward anything. Make sense? We get up, we go to work, we come home, we do the same thing day after day after day. We've got a few exciting things happening here and there. But if we have no project, if we have nothing that we're working toward um, in life, then we get bored, we get bored, we get stuck. And then we get into a rut, and that creates all these other really low vibrational emotions. We as human beings evolved as, um, you know, we've got to keep moving forward and working towards something, right? Um, I don't know the statistics offhand because I wasn't planning on talking about this, but, um, you know, when people retire and they don't have a plan of action after they retire, you know, working towards something, they get bored. They get bored, and I'm not sure what the death rate after, um, like I said, I have no statistics in front of me, but I've heard numerous times over and over again that that is why when they're done, they're done. You know, subconsciously they've decided, I'm done. And after retirement, their health depletes and, and so on and so forth. It's, you've got to have a plan of action. We've got to continuously be moving forward and toward something. Okay, working, working towards something. So in the Invest in Yourself course, we constantly find out, okay, well, wh- what do you want to experience? What do you want to experience? Take me, for instance. I have, like, like m- my passion is I've I got to travel. I've got to see the world. I've got to make this happen, and I want to take my kids with me. So how am I going to make that happen? How am I going to make it happen? Um, and, you know, slowly and slowly it, it's happening. I see the progression 
And I see how it, you know, the way you think, the thoughts you think, and the words you say, the people you surround yourself with are all a huge friggin' part of whether or not you're going to succeed and achieve what it is that you want to experience in life. So with that, again, if you guys are listening live, don't be shy. You can even hop on over to the chat, um, open monitor chat in new window. I don't need to do that. You can even hop on over to the chat box and uh, throw in your questions there. I can periodically check my Facebook if you guys want to put some questions there. But call in 646-787-8296. Don't be shy. I have lots of time. And um, now having said that, so that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to talk about in um, the, the, the self-talk talk January 10th. Uh, the Healthy Living Expo that Bernadette Speaks is putting on. Brilliant idea. She's got some brilliant speakers. And now I'm going to share with you guys a little something. Now, in the Invest in Yourself course, there is, um, we have modules. And what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to share with you guys a little something about the modules. We have eight modules. There's a bonus section. So when you sign up for the Invest in Yourself course, you get lifetime access to this amazing module site that you can keep going back to and referring to even after the course is done. And um, so that's extremely, extremely useful. And I'm going to share with you what those modules are. So the very first module is where you're at. And inside that module, you get something like, I'm going to share with you guys one thing that we have in there. If you've ever attended one of my talks, or if you're going to attend this Sunday, we are going to be touching on eight different areas of life. So in order to find out where you are, this wheel, this circle of fulfillment is so, so, so awesome because you get to discover and think of areas that you've never thought of before. You may never have thought of before. Um, One, for example, is hmm, like family, friends, and community. Have you guys ever thought of where you are in that area of your life? Family. What is it that you would love to have? Like, would you love to have family dinners on Sunday? Um, How much time would you like to be spending with your family members? Which family members do you want to be spending time with? Um, you know, are you involved in your community or what type of communities are you involved in? How active are you in that community? Because a huge part, I attended this um, uh, brilliant, brilliant uh, charity. It's called Persis for Hope. And the people who put them on were, what is it, Brandy, Sherry, and Sherry. And they put on this uh, Persis for Hope and it was amazing. Originally, when they when they started out, they thought it was going to be, you know, a few people in their basement, maybe a couple glasses of wine. They're going to collect some purses, and they're going to fill it with all this amazing stuff, like toiletries, makeup, you know, mitts, socks, all these wonderful, wonderful things, and donate it to um, homeless shelters or women's shelters. And what ended up happening was I think they got just over under 300 purses, all these people attended this event. It was such an amazing success. And people are looking for things like that. They are looking for ways to serve because serving is like the biggest um, the biggest way that you can feel um, 
you can express your gratitude. It makes you feel good. Like you feel amazing when you're able to serve. When you're able to serve and not expect a thing in return, just doing it for the pure um, feeling of it, really. So when you're involved in a community, it, it, it really speaks to how you serve. You know, how, how can I help? How can I be a part of this growth in my community? And um, just a shout out to the ladies who created Purses for Hope. Um, I'm really excited for what's going to happen next year. This is your first year. You guys had like a like a month to do it or however long, and it took off amazingly. So um, I just have a question coming in here. One second. Ways to conquer resistance and the self-talk you need to overcome it. Okay, that's brilliant. Um, so I'll get to that in just a second. So the big part of getting unstuck is finding out and vocalizing rather than being scared of finding out where you are in life. Just kind of like buck up, stand up straight, find out where you are in life, where you want to be, and then be able to vocalize where, be able to vocalize where you want to be. Vocalizing is huge. We can all daydream and keep it to ourselves and keep it in our minds if we want, but talking about it really, really helps make it a reality. Um, so I really encourage you guys to find out. So that's module one, and I'm going to hop right back to that in just a minute after I answer this question. So ways to conquer resistance and the self-talk you need to overcome it. Um, if you can, send me a little, maybe an example of what type of resistance you're talking about. Um, the first thing that comes to mind, because, guys, I'm sitting here and I am broadcasting live from California, um, because that is my experience right now. And I wanted to do this show while I was here in California because, um, oh, Dan's just messaging and saying that the phone isn't working. Um, I will try giving you the number again back. So procrastination on work schedule. <laughs> okay. Now I'm talking about four different things here. Let me just clear up. Um Okay. So okay, so what I was saying was I'm getting a bunch of messages that are cutting me off. Sorry, it's hard for me to focus. Coming to California, originally I would be like, hmm. Um, this is never going to happen. There's no way I can make it happen. That's what my thought process was, right? Like, you know, people around me were saying, you can't, you can't do that. Like, come on, snap back into reality. You're a single parent now. You homeschool one of them. You know, you, originally they were like, you need to get your kids back in school. You got to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that was helping me continue my thought process. And finally, at one point, I was like, no. I want to do what I want to do. So in order to do it, I've got to reprogram my thoughts. So reprogramming my thoughts was thinking thoughts like, I can do it. I, I, you know, I can make this happen. It is okay for me to have the experiences that I want to experience and so on and so forth. And rather than thinking um, thoughts like, um, no, I can't do this, like, and then completely cutting it off, I was like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to make this happen? This is what I want to experience. I took all the opportunities that came my way and was like, that I was presented with, and I was like, okay, 
how can I make it happen? How can I make it happen? I would ask people. I would talk about it. I would vocalize it. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to make happen. People would suggest things to me. They would, um, you know, uh, different opportunities would come to assist me in making this, you know, dream goal a reality because I was talking about it. People were hearing about it. And, you know, the universe is God, divinity, whatever you believe in, is bringing these opportunities closer and closer, closer to me. So with that, I am going to answer this question, but I do have Dan on the line. Let me grab him. Hello, Dan. Tanya, my are dear. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm good. Good. The, yeah, the universe is playing tricks on us today. I'm, uh, I'm so sorry I'm a little bit late here. That's okay. You know what? Like I said um, at the beginning of the show, but I was like, well, you know what? I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason because it's supposed to be. So I just kind of went off with whatever was going going on for me right now. So how are I you? I love that about you, among other things. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> I am fantastic. Thank you. I just came off. Um, it's actually quite fitting that uh, – that, that we're focusing on, of course, as you always do, women and children with your or today. Because uh, last night, for the first time, I was asked to speak in front of a group of all males, which was yeah. one of the most interesting things that I've done to date, um, hands down. So it was really powerful. And, and so you're creating a nice balance now because now we're switching gears uh-huh. today. So I look forward to, uh, to doing this with you once again. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. I'm looking at the time. And I'm like, holy smokes, I've been talking for a while. Um, yeah, so, um, so originally when I hopped on, what I wanted to share with you, with everyone was when you and I met about a year ago and you were like, yeah, you're going to meet with your coach. You're going to talk to your coach. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you know, at the time (laughs) I've never even heard of, you know, Vanessa Simpkins or, or whatever. And then I messaged you a little while ago and said, I just want a VIP day with my coach. I'm going to California. So, um, so yeah, I thought it was really fitting to like host the show here and share with everyone the effectiveness of how it is to work with you, right? Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, do you re- do you remember that conversation? Um, you know what? I don't. I rarely, if ever, okay. remember what comes through in a reading simply because, as you know, I just open myself up to be the conduit. So I rarely remember. Okay. I wish I did because I'm told, I'm told some cool things go down. Um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I unfortunately don't remember. But I'm thing came to fruition as it came through. So congratulations on that. And you, you definitely deserve it. I'm so happy for you. And I'm very jealous. I wish I was in Laguna Beach with you because it's pretty cold here back home today. But uh, maybe one day. Yeah. One day. Hey, no, that's okay. Yeah, it's it's actually the sun is shining right now for the first time since I've been here. So it's oh, okay. been um, raining and storming the entire time, but right now it's calm still and the sun is shining. Beautiful. And I don't miss I don't miss the snow. So <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back here soon. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, the show is all about tools to empower yourself. Um, the children in your lives and I would love to hear any feedback that you have on that what's going on in your life right now that you think would really help our listeners well it's not so much I don't think if if you don't mind it's it's, it's not so much really what's what's going on in my life right as I was calling in here um what I got 
that from Spirit is that um, if it's okay with you, I'd I'd like to talk Absolutely. about the, the the power to play. Yeah, it takes and what I mean by that is that it takes no power to stop playing in life, and okay. it's fitting that we're talking about children, right? Because children are the ultimate players, right? In the sense that yeah. they find fun in everything. They, they are, their, their imagination is infinite. Anything is possible. Um, more importantly, when something happens, even if it's bad, they let go of it pretty darn quick. But as we grow older, as we're brought through the filter of life, we develop what is, as you know, called the human ego. And again, just for your listeners, when I say ego, I'm not talking about you know conceitedness or anything like that. I'm talking about the part of us that believes in the physical experience wholeheartedly, that believes we're separate from everyone and everything, including what we call God, that believes we can run out of something that we lack, that there's a reason to worry, a reason to, to doubt. If there's anything we don't doubt is that there's a reason to worry. Um, and and we lose that we lose that ability to have fun because and of course yes as we grow into adulthood yes we have far more responsibilities that goes without saying but the ability to play should be a primary uh, uh, goal just as much as paying our bills for example yeah. and when I say when I say we should maintain the power to play. I don't, I'm not saying we should, you know, at 36 years old, as I am, I'm not saying I should go to a playground and hang out with the kids. That'll probably go over, like, wearing a Justin Bieber T-shirt at a Molly Crew concert, right? And so I'm not <laughs> saying we've got to go and hang out in the playground. What I'm saying is we need to consciously prioritize moments of fun for ourselves because we find time to do everything else we think is necessary, and a lot of what we think is necessary only bogs us down. And so, yeah. yes, you can pay yeah. your bills. Yes, you can go to work. You can, yes, you take care of your kids, do everything you need to do, clean the house, whatever, go to the gym, whatever. But you can also, you should also consciously choose to take even 10, 20 minutes a day just to do something that you enjoy doing, authentically enjoy, and more specifically, what you love doing that brings out that childlike joy and that zest for life in you. Yeah. That is what playing truly is. It doesn't mean, you know, you, like I said, you've got to go in, into a playground and, and, and go down the slide. It means just doing something that brings out that energy in you because that child within us all is still there and it's begging to come out and play. Yeah. I can We can reawaken. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, I was, you know, I want to bring, I want to bring something up too because um, I – and it and it relates directly to playing, right? And mm-hmm. and that youthful state, right? Um, told a lot, and I, I want to say this in a way where I'm not, um, I don't sound like it's the ego, but I uh, many people say, oh my gosh, I can't even believe you have kids. You look so young. You look so young. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why it is. So when I did get to California, every driver that I've had, I probably had four or five drivers oh, my gosh, you have kids at home, you know, they'll create conversation. You have kids at home, you look so young. And I said, my gosh, I have a 20-year-old, you know what I mean? So finally, yeah. the last driver yesterday, the last driver yesterday, she's like, oh, my gosh, you look so young. I can't believe you have kids. And I and I looked at her and I said, why do you, why do you think that? Like, you know, I've heard that, but I don't, under, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I feel, you know, and she said, I don't know. She's like, it's just 
you, you know, moms look tired. They look tired. They look exhausted. And she's like, you just, you have, you have such a youthful energy to you. And I'm like, that's it. That is it. That is why it's, it's kind of like the energy that's being projected. It's like, I'm always talking about, you know, what are you passionate about? What do you love to do? And got this, a lot of vitality. Right. And I'm like, and she she made a very valid point that you know moms usually look so tired and they're you know exhausted and what whatever the case is that's her perception definitely right but what what's your take on that? Well, because it's most like, people are exhausted, yeah. <laughs> because and they're exhausted because of the way they think and the way they're perceiving life. I mean, yeah. it's it, it comes down to energy, just like you say, right? Because you're projecting a certain energy based on how you're choosing to think in your four percent life. So if you're yeah. living and choosing thoughts and choosing your perception, you know, in the arena of worry, doubt, resentment, whatever, that's a lower vibrational state, and that energy is like molasses. It's gonna bog yeah. you down, and it's going, and your body will react to it. I mean, it's some things. I mean, this is cliche what I'm about to say, but some things are cliche because they're said so often because they're bloody true, and that is that the body reacts to the mind. That is an unwavering, universal truth. Right. You'll, you you will you will feel based on how you think, and you'll look based on how you feel. So, I mean, you know, so for example, people, you can work out until the cows come home. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're going to get the look that you're striving for if your mind is still way off track. How mm-hmm. you feel and how you therefore look is not all about how much you exercise. It's more so about how you think and how you perceive yourself in the world around you. Yeah. And, there you and, 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 and if people simply change how they think, Everything outside of them, including their own body, will change accordingly. Because that, so that, many moms, especially moms, especially. Sorry, I just want to finish this up. Moms, especially, yeah. um, and and rightfully so, they have a lot on their plate, so they're constantly in a worry state, and they don't even know it because it becomes the natural way of living. It becomes the norm, but it's not the norm. It's a conditioned way of living. Our norm, our true norm, our natural state is peace, calm. Uh, uh, joy. And yes, I mean, things are going to happen in life. Obstacles are going to come up. We need to get things done, but it doesn't need to be done from a place of fear. All moms out there, if they just took a step back and tried to just get done what they need to do just from a place of, okay, I'm just going to do it rather than, oh my God, I have to get it done. They would see that they'll still get everything done without all the stress and the negative and the bogging down energy that comes along with that type of perception. Yeah. Most moms out there could do what they do on a daily basis with their with their hands tied behind their back and blindfolded, metaphorically speaking, of course. But if mm-hmm. you so if you remove the fear out of it, you're still going to get everything done, just without that extra negative effect on your energetic field and therefore potentially on your own body and your face and how you look or whatever. Yeah. It all comes down to a shift in perception because life is based on thought. Everything that's ever been created. I mean, this, this, this blog talk radio system that we're talking on, this was initially someone's idea. It was a formless thought. Then, then things were acted on in order to manifest it in its physical form. Everything is based on thought. More specifically to how we experience life, we, feel, we experience life through emotion, through how we feel. But how we feel is constantly dictated by how we think. 
but we, we have forgotten to be aware of how we think, and we've forgotten we have the power to choose what we put into our minds. So therefore, we become predictive, reactive beings with predictive outcomes all the time. That's why so many people just are, have accepted the fact that life is stressful. Life is not needing, it doesn't need to be stressful. You're thinking stressfully. And that's what's mm-hmm. therefore creating the reality of a stressful life. But that can change, and it changes through remembering that you can choose what you put in your mind. You're going to think any damn way. The mind is never mm-hmm. not going to think. So you might as well choose what you're putting in there. You might as well choose thoughts that nurture and nourish you rather than bog you down on a daily basis. Because just because, and, and, and the unfortunate reality too is that this way of thinking becomes comfortable because it's, at least it's what we know. Mm-hmm. Right? I and, can hear a and, lot of, go ahead. No, I hear. <laughs> I love what you're saying. I hear a lot of moms out there going, yeah, but. Yeah, but, yeah, but. Right. What would you What would you say to them? Like the yeah, well, but my life is stressful. Like how am I? And I'm only relating to that because that used to be me. And, oh, uh, I can yeah. completely relate myself. Um, yeah. The yeah, but comes from the ego because <clears throat> the ego always has an excuse to stay put because that's what it wants. The ego thrives on static ways of living because because it's the opposite. It's contrary to the natural way of living, and the natural way of living is constant evolution. So it hates change. So 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 in the face of change, it always has a yeah, but. And what it's really mm-hmm. saying is, yeah, but let's just stay where we are. Yeah. It just says it in various forms because it can come up with any BS reason to stay put. There's always an excuse, and it will come up with the most outlandish excuses that don't even make sense as long as it's going to make the person it's trying to control stay where they are and not fulfill the life that they've come here to live. And it's not about achieving goals. It's not about uh, acquiring more money or, or accumulating more physical things. The goal we're all essentially here to achieve is a peaceful life. And so everything we think that we're trying to get or sorry, everything that we're typically trying to get, we're trying to get because it's a means to an end of what we think we or, or that we think will give us what we want, which is just peace. We all just want bloody peace in life. And we think all these outside things are going to give it to us, but there's a reason why it never does, because that is crap that isn't going to give us a darn thing. Mm-hmm. Because peace is an inside job. The ego thinks in this way. I will feel at peace when everything falls in, into place around me, whereas the soul knows that when I f- cultivate peace within me, everything around me will fall into place. But yeah. the, the trick the ego plays on us is that it externalizes everything. It makes us look outside of ourselves so that it distracts us from finding the real solution to our problems, which is done. Outer world is re- completely and directly reflective of your inner world. And once we remember that, then we can start playing funnily enough, with this life like we are intended to do. This is a platform. This is a playground for the soul. There is Mm -hmm. no other plane of existence like the human experience because it comes with it the most experiences. And the soul comes here for experiences because in those experiences lies evolution. And we all came here to evolve in a way that we can only evolve in the physical experience. Where we all come from, it's pretty simple. It's all good. It's all love. I mean, we yeah. learn a lot. There's different ways to learn in spirit, but there's nothing like the human experience. We're in the world of duality. There's so many different experiences. There's good, bad, right, wrong, so many different forms of love, 
so many different good and bad experiences we can have, all of which serve to teach us something. And that's why we keep coming here. So if we can learn to view this place from the perception of the soul rather than the fearful ego, your entire reality changes. And so will your body. So will will how you feel. And then the more you treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated, you're going to naturally allow your kids to be who they are intended to be as well. So the, so the beautiful thing about doing the best thing for you is that by default, you do everything for the best, sorry, you do the best for everybody around you as well, no matter how, how hard it may be. And sometimes that means letting go of people. And the ego yeah. doesn't want us to let go of people who aren't serving us any because, again, it likes to remain static. Yeah. So, 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 so treating ourselves for the highest good all, always comes with some big obstacles and typically comes with the contrary of what we've been conditioned to believe and therefore do. But, but treating yourself as you should in your high, from your highest good it needs to be first and foremost, especially as a parent, especially as a mother, because mm-hmm. by doing that, you're, in, you're, you're, you're at least maximizing the chances that you're going to influence your own children in the best way possible. And who doesn't want to do that as a parent? Yeah, we all do. Absolutely. So I want to honor this question that was asked just before you called in. And mm-hmm. I want to see how you can um, maybe, maybe relate to it uh, for mothers, okay? okay? The question mm-hmm. was ways to conquer resistance and the self-talk you need to overcome it. So procrastination on work to get things done. Okay. Okay. Um, yep. So first and foremost, I mean, it comes down to if you fill your mind with soul-based thoughts, all those other thoughts that they're talking about have no room to creep in. So right. again, it comes down to fit, consciously choosing your thoughts because we think in the way that that caller, or that listener rather, think mm-hmm. because we're just used to thinking that way. So it becomes a habit. We are habitual beings in our human form. So no matter what, we're going to have habits. The question is, what type of habit do we want to have? Do we want to, do we want to have a habit of thinking from a higher perspective and from the soul? Or do we want to stay in the typical habit of thinking from the fearful ego? And who thinks, well, this can't be done. Um, um, I don't want to do what's best for me, whatever the resistance may be. So, it's, mm-hmm. so it all comes down to consciously choosing your thoughts. It sounds simple, and it is. Is it easy? No, because, again, breaking any habit isn't easy, especially the ego, right. because it's so strong. I mean, our soul created it to be what it is. So the stronger the soul, the stronger the ego. And a lot of the most, you know, some of the most aware people that I've ever met, yourself included, actually, have the most stubborn <laughs> and most powerful egos. Because we need to, we create ourselves with a worthy opponent when we come here. Because we want to force ourselves to grow and to evolve. So everything is relative. The bigger the obstacles, the bigger the blessings. And the more powerful the soul, the more powerful the ego. Because it all has to work hand in hand. So, again, you know, maybe an, an over, oversimplified answer, but it's still the truth. How do you overcome resistance? You think like the part of you that does not resist. How do you become your authentic true self? Connect to the part of you that is authentic. How do you do that? start to consciously think like it and you will align yourself with that energy energy because everything is based on thought yeah everything is based on thought and so many people think you know when they're hearing this stuff oh this just sounds like some airy fairy new age stuff it's so simple well you know what first of all it's not simple you can attest to that yourself anybody who's had the balls sorry for that term but anybody who has who has had the balls to 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 embark on the conscious inner journey 
knows it's not easy, but it is yeah. that simple. It yeah. really is that simple. Then you got you just got to change the way you think. Yeah, and I've been doing it for a long time now, a long time now. And daily I find myself, as soon as I open up my eyes in the morning, if I allowed yep. my mind to wander, but then it would wander to all these crazy places. <laughs> but as soon as <laughs> yeah. I open my eyes in the morning, I am like, choose to be grateful for the bed that I'm sleeping in. You know, I, I force myself to choose these thoughts, to be grateful over yep. and over and over and over and over again. And throughout yeah. the day, I, yeah, throughout the day, I am conscious, I'm aware of my thoughts, and I choose to think a different thought. And rarely do I, do I lose myself in negative thoughts anymore. Right. I, well, you know, and I don't, it's really like, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. Um, well, I was just going to say, it's no different than, than, than training a muscle. I mean, we, you know, we live in a society that's mm-hmm. so obsessed with, with, with physical fitness, right? So, so let's use this, this metaphor. It's no different than training a muscle. You can't just go into a gym once a week and expect big changes. You can't go into the gym and do one rep and think you're going to see results. You've got you to gotta start to exercise your soul muscle. And again, it's done through the mind. And just like you said, just like you do, you have to will yourself to do it. And if I can give anybody a simple thing to start doing on a daily basis in the arena of changing your thoughts or what you should think, start with the soul statement, as I like to call them. Because, and, and yes, no different than affirmations, but I don't like using the term affirmation because a lot of people just kind of slough those off because I thought it's just anybody can think positive. But it's so, mm-hmm. so, so I make that distinction because what I give to people to think, yes, they're afferma- affirmations, but they are literally things the soul would think. They are the, the way the soul thinks. So a soul statement okay. that, that any of your listeners can start with is that I am a soul in a human body. Because you need to make that distinction between what you thought you were and what you truly are. Because if you keep thinking, who you, if you keep thinking um, that you are who you think you are, which is just a human being who is going to die one day and you're separate from everyone and everything and you're a victim of life, you can't, re, re, or you can't regain control over your life. And anybody can regain control over your life. That means, and that doesn't mean you're going to control everything that happens because there's certain things that your soul has chosen to experience here that you just cannot avoid because they are integral to your evolution and to getting you where you came to get to and to becoming who you came here to become. I mean, everybody's life is an ongoing series of I had to go there in order to get here. So yeah. the only thing you can truly control is how you think and therefore how you perceive things because as the old thing, saying goes, shit's going to happen. So <laughs> ensure that you're going to at least give yourself the best chance to see things as they truly are when things do happen because I guarantee you that whatever is happening is not happening to you, it's happening for you and all for pushing you towards your highest purpose and therefore your highest life and the peace and freedom we all truly want at the end of the day. That's all we all want. We just want peace and freedom. And we want to be loved unconditionally for who we are. The problem is we're looking outside of ourselves for all of it. And therefore, we either never get it, or when we think we get it, it only lasts so long because it's not real. Everything mm-hmm. in the physical comes and goes. It's just the way this game is played. But what's truly real, and the only thing that is truly real, is unconditional love for oneself and for others. Because when you, when you cultivate unconditional love for yourself, 
No one can take that away from you because you didn't depend on anybody else to give it to you. And the beauty of cultivating unconditional love for yourself is that once you get that for yourself, your outer world reflects that back to you. You will get people in your life that will treat you the way you deserve to be treated. I have so many clients over the years who are just trapped in the cycle of just being mistreated by others. And the problem always is because they mistreat themselves because they don't think they're worthy of more. Life cannot give you more than what you think you're worthy of. It just can't. It can be offering you, for example, a million-dollar check. But if you don't think you're worthy of it, metaphorically speaking, you're basically standing there with your arms crossed. You can't receive something with your hands if your arms are crossed because you don't believe you deserve it. So the road to unconditional love starts with the realization that you are more than your human self and that everything about you, because that part of you that that does not screw up, your soul, chose everything about you. And therefore... If nothing is wrong with you, then you are absolute mm-hmm. perfection. Absolute perfection just as you are. You are worthy of your highest good just because you exist. And, of course, we all have things about ourselves that we don't like, but those things are strategically created within us or on us or whatever or there in our lives to teach us to unconditionally love it all. It would be easy to love everything that's seemingly all good. The test Mm -hmm. is to love it all because it all is perfect as it is because there's a higher good and a higher purpose in everything. And the beauty about what I'm talking about is that this is not some theology. This is stone-cold truth, and it's right in front of our faces if we choose to look. Life is really about what what you want to focus on. There's going to be good and bad. It's about what you want to focus on. And if you look right. throughout all your life, all your lives, even the worst things, if you take the time to give it your awareness and your attention, you will be able to see why it happened and the good that came out of it. And when you do that, you can let go of the experience and the pain that came along with it, take the lesson that came out of it, and move on with only the good leaving the bad behind. That is authentic freedom. No government can give you freedom. Nobody else, no other human being can give you freedom. No money can give you freedom. No physical, anything outside of you, anything can give you freedom. True freedom is cultivated within. And when you cultivate that freedom within, you get all the other extras physically that, 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 that we tend to relate freedom to as well, such as abundance, so, financial abundance. Yeah, I was, I was just going to bring that up. I was just going to bring that up. So, Funny um, how that happens. Because <laughs> we have about <laughs> nine minutes left, and I totally, right. so, I totally. I apologize for going off on tangents here, by the way, but yeah, no, it it all pertains to what we're talking about. But the financial freedom, like you're gonna, for me, me for instance, like I require financial freedom in order to do what my soul is wants to do. You know, to travel, to experience, to to do all these things, to homeschool and and you know, to run an online business and things like that. So I require that. But before I was able to even venture out on that journey, I needed I needed to know that I was worthy of it, right? Right. That I, did, that I deserved it, that I could do it. I need to believe in myself, love myself, and so on and so forth. But as for the – I guess I just answered my question, the question that I was going to ask you. Like, That's what how good you are, Tanya. <laughs> but what do you what do you have to add to that? Because I know that there was a time where it was like, hey, every all my needs are met, all my needs are met. Like it's almost like I'm in a place now where it's like I want more than my needs to be met. 
because I have things that I would, you know, love to experience and blah, 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 blah. Do you know what I'm getting right. at? Well, absolutely. Well, oh, I know absolutely what you're getting at. And you're absolutely right. What, because your desires now are coming from your soul because you have earned and developed that connection. So now you've earned the right to want more because you've appreciated what you've already had. But until people appreciate what they already have, you can't get more. How can the universe give you more if you're not appreciative of what you already have? I mean, if you have people in your life, like, like your children, for example, if you yeah. give them, let's say, a candy, and they're not thankful for it, and they're rude about it, they, they throw it on the ground, and then they ask for more, are you going to give them more? Of course not. No. That'd be crazy, <laughs> right? So life works in the same way. And so if you want more, you've got to be grateful for what you already have because what you already have is perfection. What you already have is everything you truly need. But because of the ego's fear of lack we always and the fear of running out of, which never, no one has ever done, nobody listening or anybody in this world could ever tell me that they've truly run out of something that they truly need. Nobody. Yeah. Even people in what we call third world countries, and I hate that term because what does that even mean, third world? there's one world. People in third world countries are the most appreciative people in the world and are oftentimes the most happiest because they know and they value what truly is meaningful in life. And that's human connectedness. I totally agree with you. My kids go to school with, um, you know, 90% of their school is, uh, are refugees from Africa. And I've never Mm -hmm. met more appreciative people and, you know, parents and, they they are just exude the feeling of, you know, gratefulness and, you know, happiness all day long, every single time I see them. Absolutely. And we, yeah. we could all learn a lot from that. We could all learn a lot from that. And even, I mean, since we're on the topic, I mean, so many people kind of feel bad for people in those in those parts of the world. But the reality of it is that those are all souls in a human body as well that knew exactly what they were coming here for. Because living in those parts of the world bring a whole other experience. They probably have, have had many lives over here in the Western world where we're just we're so inundated with, with this materialistic way of living. So they're like, well, I'm going to choose another type of experience because there will be new type of learning and new evolution with that. They, are, they know what they're doing on a soul level. So should we be compassionate towards them? Should we give to them? Should we try and help them? Absolutely. But we should not feel bad for them because if we feel, anytime you feel bad for somebody, you're really looking down on them saying, you're worse off than I am. But at the yeah. end of the day, we're all living the life that we're intended to live. And coming back to abundance and, and, and wanting and receiving more, we are mm-hmm. all rich. Because if you have yeah. everything you need, then you are naturally abundant. The only mm-hmm. thing that, that stops us from seeing that is the ego's way of seeing everything, or fearing rather, running out of and perceiving lack. So as soon as you realize you have everything you always need and therefore you stop needing anything, you start getting a lot more, which is kind of crazy how that works, but that's just how it works. Once you start mm-hmm. being appreciative of what you already have, you will naturally receive more because you align yourself with the perception, again, based on thought, and everything is based on thought, and you get to a certain frequency based on thought, whether it's a low frequency or a high frequency, it's all how you're thinking. So if you want to align yourself with more, start having the perception and the ways of thinking of seeing more in your life because you already have so much. Everybody already has so much. We just don't appreciate what we already have because we're distracted by trying to get what we think we need in order to survive. Meanwhile, and I all the time. Huge, yeah, 
No, I believe a huge um, a huge part of creating that higher frequency of thought is taking a look around you and the people that you spend the most time with because they are huge influences on what oh. you're going to think about, talk about, right? Who you're going to talk about. And mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to you got to seriously take evaluation of who you're spending the majority of your time with and what what you want to be thinking about the majority of the time. Right. Um, I had to do that in my own life. Yeah. And it's, it's challenging, but if you, if you want to move forward, it's so important. So well, it is. we it's have hard, about, no matter who you are, mm-hmm. um, no matter it who is. you are, I mean, you, you, you can have the strongest mind in the world. It's very, it's extremely hard, if not impossible, not to be influenced mm-hmm. by your environment. It just, it just is. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my favorite sayings that came to sp- came came to me from spirit is that if you choose to swim in a pool of crap, a turd is bound to float by. <laughs> so, <laughs> meaning, if you put yourself in negative experiences and surround yourself with negative people, you're going to get negative experiences. You're going to f- not feel good. Mm-hmm. All about, once yeah. again, regaining, regaining control by realizing that we have the power to choose because most of us touch. Yep. We're subconsciously and, choosing. Yeah, it's it's very true. Become aware of your thoughts so you can choose. So we have about two minutes left, and um, I would love to share with our listeners where they can get a hold of you. If they're interested in working with you, um, how can they contact you, and what's happening with you right now? Any events coming up? Uh, yes, I'm currently planning a tour for March, it looks like. Uh, so I'll be heading out to Fredericton, Halifax. I'll be doing a home show here in Winnipeg. Uh, and Edmonton, Calgary are, are on the book so far, and I'm sure that some more cities will be added as well. Uh, as far as getting a hold of me for, for one-on-ones, I do Skype, do over the phone, and, of course, in person if, if, if you live here in Winnipeg. Uh, you can uh, please go to my Facebook page and like it. It's, that's Dan King Soulgasm. Um, and you can just message me, and uh, we can arrange a time to to talk. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you very much um, for hopping on and joining us for the last 40 minutes. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, and I totally believe and that it all worked out the way it was supposed to work out. Whatever I shared at the beginning, it was meant for someone to hear. And Absolutely. if you, yeah, if you guys want to hear any more about the Invest in Yourself course for women, hop on over to www.investinyourselfcourse.com. Check out the testimonials page. Go to the contact me page. You guys can sign up um, for your free one-hour workshop all about how to find out where you are, where you want to be, and get unstuck and, you know, start living the life of your dreams um thanks again dan and join us monthly monthly dan's going to be joining us for a 60 minute soulgasm edition if you guys love what he's sharing uh talking about stay tuned we'll let you know the next time he's on thanks dan take care i'll talk to you soon thank you tanya i so much appreciate you having me on bye-bye now absolutely bye